Hello and a warm welcome to the Witches Tea Party with hosts Amanda Fisher, Tantric Witch, and Ellen Serena, Wealth Witch, on all things wonderfully woman and witchy. So yeah. grab a cuppa and settle in for this week's Witches Tea Party. Hello, Ellen, are you there? Hey, gorgeous. Can you hear me? I can. Yes. <laughs> and even better. I can just do this. <laughs> we sussed it out. <laughs> so I just want to clarify from last week. Um, I started the show by saying I'm tearing my hair out and I'm going grey. In context, that's because we were having technical issues. <laughs> and also, have you got a cup of tea? Because we never actually talk about it and I've got a green tea which is loose leaf from a glass um teapot very what nice. have you got I've actually been a bit naughty so I'm going with a coffee <laughs> <laughs> right that's it you can kicking you out <laughs> <laughs> the witch's tea party that brought coffee <laughs> I know but that's how we roll I love that <laughs> and also for today, because we usually um, pick out the topic from the witch's hat, and because it's full moon tonight, oh, we are going to focus on the full moon. Yeah. Um, lots of ideas, lots of creative flow. This is my favorite time. This is like the wild energy that I live for. Um, we want to be talking rituals, ceremonies. I'd love to finish with an invocation. Um, Ellen, what do you want to add? What do you want to kick off with? <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, we could cover like, you know, you know, often when we think of the full moon, we think of, you know, werewolves and people going crazy. And, and I know a good friend of mine, he's a nurse, an emergency department nurse at the local hospital. And he always said, like, he, he always knows when it's a full moon because they're the busiest nights in the emergency department. Everyone's mm. going crazy. And we kind of can have this sort of vision of a full moon being, yeah, the crazy time because it brings out, like, a lot of your impurities. But if we learn how to harness the full moon energy, which is the masculine, like we're talking about last week about divine feminine masculine energy. Um, the full moon is the masculine energy. So it's, you know, it's that bright, um, creative energy. It's like full expression. So this is a time of the moon cycle where like, what is it that, you know, you're wanting to birth? What are you wanting to express? What are you wanting to create? Um, for women on their moon cycle as well, this can be a time when you might be in your queen phase. So that might be the time when you want to have lots of sex or lots of creativity, um, literally birth new projects. That's it. And even if like a lot of babies as well tend to arrive on a, on a full moon, um, mm. because if you can think about like the energy of the full moon, it's like drawing out, it's like pulling out. And it's also like um, cleansing impurities and things as well. So sometimes I think, you know, when we go a little bit crazy or we feel really intense, like it's not a bad thing. It might be just be an opportunity to clean stuff out that also no longer serves you and to allow space for the new to be birthed and created, if that makes sense. Yes. And I've already kick-started off today. I did a little video on my Instagram account because um, I know we've been talking behind the scenes about um, where, where I am with my work. And I actually threw out my old uniform. I realized <laughs> yeah. it's been on my mind for months. And I was still attached to it. It's got my old logos on it. Some of it even had like stains on it. Mm. And it was because of the emotional attachment to my old business, actually two businesses yeah. um, that were very successful, bought me loads of money. 
but they they're not me and I can't wear them anymore and I literally I wanted to you know have a ceremony and burn them in a fire outside in a big pit um and I just chucked them in the bin <laughs> I don't trust myself because I live in too much bush oh, I was like oh I'm an, I'm an English girl in Australia I've just burnt the bush down oops um but even just chucking them in the bin it was like oh at last like I just need to release that on a physical level to represent letting go of the old stuff and like really, really releasing it so that I can move in and and let this new business really flourish. That's amazing. I'm going to keep doing that all, all evening. I love it. I love it. And, you know, in terms of the burning thing as well, because I know when I was in my spiritual rebirth in New Zealand a few years ago and my witch woke up and funnily enough, I ended up in the North Island and met a Canadian woman who'd literally gone on the same journey as me and we ended up living together. We ended up both going through our own witch awakening. And um, what was really sweet about the time is that her and I were on this like witchy path and we started to every full moon um, because we lived together in this place in Pahia in New Zealand and she was like let's go up and let's do like a full moon ceremony and so it was really interesting time because that was a powerful time of us letting go of the old images that we had of ourselves you know because she was from a corporate background worked in law firms and she was shedding all of that to really own her own creativity and stuff so we actually used to I mean you can do this ritual as well for those listening but we used to get a piece of paper and we'd write down everything we're ready to let go of anything that we no longer served us we'd kind of like like write a letter to our higher self or to the universe whatever you want to do it or to grandmother moon I can say, dear grandmother moon, I'm ready to let this go. And we used to go up onto this beautiful hill that overlooked the Bay of Islands and the full moon would literally light up all this, you know, islands in the water mm. and we'd sit there and we'd just light up the pieces of paper and burn it away. So the full moon time can be a really beautiful time for rituals of just, yeah, writing out anything that you no longer um, want to hold on to and then also writing down what it is that you desire to create, what you want to birth because the full moon is that, you know, that birthing energy, that new creative projects, new ideas, um, that you want to bring into physical reality. So you can write down like what you're wanting to let go of and what you're wanting to create and then you can burn it up and release it to the divine and say yeah. a little prayer. I have to say I have felt amazing um, results from doing this this year with writing down um, people's names mm. and I've really had to hold the intention, um, you know, it, whether that's emotion or, um, you know, I want to release forgiveness or I just want to let you go with love. And with each individual person, yeah, set light to that, watch that name burn. And it was interesting. It was all just one piece of paper ripped up into different parts, but different people's names burned differently and some <laughs> did not want to go. So I had to keep relighting and it was like, it's just the same piece of paper. Um, but just, again, on an energetic level, you know, somebody watching me may think, what's that crazy lady doing? Um, and it was actually during the, the, the COVID lockdown, I actually wanted to vomit on some of them. Yeah. It was such a deep release. It was such a huge purging of past mm. lovers, of family members. Um, and I didn't want any harm done to them. It was like, I just want you to go. I want you to just be released from my energy vortex. Everything that's happened, we've learned our lessons. Let's just let go now. Let go with love, forgiveness. And yeah, some did not want to let go. And I literally wanted to vomit. And it was a really wow. strange experience. And I just kept going. And that, that was about, about yeah. 20, 25. Wow. Um, took a while, but it was such a healing 
yeah ceremony and a ritual and to do that on a full moon even better yeah absolutely (laughs) it's like pulls like grandmother moon pulls out that just any all the impurities all the shit that doesn't serve you and i think if you fight that that's when you can kind of get go a bit crazy or feel like things are really intense and like I know what you mean about like um when I lived in Coogee actually when you and I first met and my apartment in Coogee and I actually did that full moon burning ritual one night but I um and this is something to the listeners I always burn it in a safe space because I um I thought oh yeah I'll do it in my bathroom and um it ended up burning (laughs) burning the um the covering on the bath um what do you call it I don't know the ceiling or something so it like stained um the thing so I thought oh yeah I could just burn it in the bath um and then I had a client once who did the burning ritual and she actually set her kitchen curtains on fire so <gasps> if, you, if you are going to do the burning ritual make sure it's in a safe space um the other thing too the alternative is if you're in a situation where obviously you can't burn at all and it's very hard um another alternative that I like to do is getting um some crayons or even some poster paints and you can just have a large sheet of paper and then just drawing a circle and then that representing the full moon and then you can write in that circle what you're ready to let go of and then what you want to create and then you can just get some colors whether it's crayons or poster paints and just start um, expressing color over what you've written and that can also be or you can even just use um, crayons or poster paints to do fire um, just represent the burning away as well. So that's an alternative if you're in a place that you just can't light shit. So, <laughs> and, and that comes back to my whole story of not doing the bushfire. Because I'm like, I'll just put it in the bin. I'll just be safe. There's all these crazy women around the world and we're going, yeah, all these little fires going off. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, didn't, I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, we actually did that. My witch, my Canadian witch and I in New Zealand, we actually did another, um, the, cause this, we rented this house off this Maori tribe clan and the Maoris are hilarious because it's like, they have that tribal concept that your space is my space. So they would literally, our landlord would just rock up any time of the day or week help herself to a cup of tea then her family would come around <laughs> like it was this really like interesting thing and then her and I are very much in our witch cave and very like private and just wanting our own space mm. and and I remember in the backyard our Maori landlord had this old like sink washing machine that was just kind of rusting away and so one afternoon um, my Canadian witch Brittany and I we we got all of this stuff that we no longer wanted like our old journals our clothes we put it into this thing and we lit it on fire <laughs> not realising there was all this plastic shit underneath. And next, you know, we've got this big billowing black cloud coming out the back um, of this house. And we didn't realise that everyone in that area is a bit paranoid because the two houses on either side of that property that were now blank um, blocks of land were two houses that actually burnt down on either side of this house. So, um, yeah, so that didn't go down too well. So ever since then, I'm like, yeah, don't burn shit in... um, old plastic drums or yeah <laughs> do it safely guys get a fire pit make sure there's yeah. no grass underneath make yeah, sure there's lots of water no children you know i nearly bought a fire pit in december this year it was really wet awesome. summer and i didn't in the end because it's going to do it for my birthday and i was looking at so many different fire pits and making sure like can i cook food on them are they too near the ground is my toddler going to walk up to them and yeah in the end i went ah oh, it's just all too hard but um, have you heard of the Ozpink? 
No. Have you heard of the Oz Pigs? So I bought one a couple of years ago for camping because I do a lot of four-wheel driving and camping and stuff. And there's this great Australian company called Oz Pigs, so O-Z-P-I-G. And they literally like this little um, drum on four legs. They look like a little piggy. Um, but you can – so if you're on the road or if you're not in a place that you can necessarily have a fire, um, you can – it's it's really transportable and then you just put this little drum on four little legs and it has like a little opener thing and you put your wooden fire and everything in that and you can burn stuff in that as well. So that's another option. It's really cool. Even if you've got like a small courtyard space or, yeah, it's just like – it's a really cool little thing. So they're Oz pigs. Was pigs, I like that. Thank you. And um, going back to burning stuff, it, it reminded me of a, a little story when I was a teenager living with my mum. She could, she, I'm quite um, amazed she didn't go off. Um, we're into this burning thing because she's she was very spiritual since I was about five years old. She was in um, she was doing transcendental meditation. Wow. So I had all these old love letters. I fell in love when I was about 10. Um, we're still friends on Facebook now. It's been an amazing journey. Um, but, yeah, it was time to let go of them all. I must have been about 15 or so. Um, wow. And I, <laughs> I lit them. So I was in my bedroom in a little house in England. So I set fire to them, put them in my bin, and realised <laughs> that it's a plastic bag in a wicker paper basket <laughs> in my bedroom with carpet so I was like oh you know trying to cry and process and like oh I'm gonna let go of all this love and I was like oh shit and then like mum's gonna kill me so I like tried to pick up this this plastic bag that's on fire dropped it onto the carpet dropped it about two or three times and then finally got it down to the sink, stainless steel sink, put some water in, all good. So my mum comes in, what is going on? Oh, no. I'm like, um, there's a few carpet burns in my bedroom. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I, I did it before I got to the, the, wicker pas- the wicker basket part. You know, I'm pretty proud. I stopped a house fire. Um, but yeah, I never forget these burns. And I think we had to get rug to cover it in the end, but. Oh, Brand new God. carpet, little tiny house. Oh, house. no. <laughs> um, oh, Every parent's um, nightmare. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Take the fires outside. <laughs> right, yeah. And make sure you've got plenty of water nearby. So. <laughs> oh, i never forget it. And now I use like a, um, a tea candle uh, cup um, oh, nice. so that I kind of, I can just drop them into that. And then they just all go into ash. And then and then ceremonially, I actually put the ash at the bottom of my garden to like let go even more. Yeah, nice. But yeah, you can kind of take it as far as you want. And actually, when I was learning um, my witchy stuff, she's very much into burying, mm. like returning back to the ground, back to Earth Mother. And um, when we come to do a podcast on our monthly cycle, that's now become a ritual of mine to actually return some menstrual blood back Mm -hmm. to the ground and I will cover it over with earth just as a blessing to kind of say, like, thank you. Thank you for giving me life. And I want to give this back to you to honour Mother Gaia, the, 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 the mother in me, the mother in you, you know, life force energy. Beautiful. And it's funny because I put it as sort of perimeters around my land. <laughs> so I've actually got a little sacred space at the end of my garden. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the edge. And also outside my bedroom window. 
So I feel like there's this big protection space over me and my son. It's a, It's been a really weird process, but it feels really natural. Like when she first said it, I thought, oh, this is a bit weird. Mm. And then as soon as I started to do it, it just feels so natural. Like I've done it lifetimes ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like returning back to the earth. And even like, um, you know, if you go without just allowing yourself I mean obviously we're going a bit off topic with terms of the full moon stuff but even just with bleed time you know like just rather than putting tampons and that in just putting like Mm. a towel in between your legs and just laying in bed and allowing it just to run free or just sitting on a rock and just letting Mm. it run free and you'll find that a lot of those postures like you know taking that blood and putting it back into the earth or letting yourself just your bleed to run freely it can you know, in the beginning, yeah, feel really uncomfortable or feel really like, oh, my God, because it's bringing up old trauma patterns or shame that we hold around our powerful bleed time. That's not only just from us but from our lineage and collective. So you'll find that the more that you own your bleed time and you, and if you do bleed on a full moon, powerful, powerful time of release, um, you'll find that you just start to heal a lot of stuff that no longer serves you. And then you'll find that you become, you feel a sense of power overtakes and this deep nurturing and nourishment from the divine mother or mother God or whatever starts to open up and take place. And you'll find that rather than dreading your bleed, you actually look forward to it. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, it becomes exactly. like this beautiful thing. Yeah. Cause it's something we've been shamed for as women for a long time. And, and yeah. And totally on topic because I actually use the moon cup inside so it can catch the blood and then you can actually empty it into the ground beautiful Um, is that the diva cups is it no it's actually called a moon cup it's actually from england um i've had it for nearly 10 years now um and it's great like i don't look back it's it's funny because there's it depends what part of the flow i'm in Mm -hmm. um it will feel a bit uncomfortable and I'm like, oh, I just need to let it flow. Like you said, mm-hmm. let it just flow out of me. Yes. But yeah, right. Like I actually put a tampon in last month and it was like, oh, what is this feeling? Like I forgot how unnatural that feels and it was kind of yucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the, in the beginning, we, we're, when we're using a moon cup, we think, oh, it's, it's really messy and we don't want to, you know, there's like blood everywhere and, and we're, we're a society that we're taught, you know, take tablets, move away from pain. You don't want to look at blood, like, ooh, that's yucky. Mm. And then we're embracing that and going, no, actually, like, look at the blood, let it flow, um, return it down to ground, um, get involved in ritual, and it yeah. feels natural. Although I do need to just get your point of view on this. There was um, one of my colleagues, she sent me a photo and said, what do you think of this? And there was a, a woman, she had all her menstrual blood smeared over her face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she's like, what do you think of it? And I was like, I was really trying to not pass any judgment. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I just, I'm not sure what the purpose of that is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not right or wrong. If that's what she feels like she wants to do, that's cool. But personally, I'm not drawn to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm I feel like me connecting with mother nature is enough and to to, it feels more natural for me to just put it back into the ground and maybe if it's like in a ceremony or we were vikings or you know that in that kind of sense yeah um but even we're going way off piece here the latest vikings (laughs) um episodes i saw where they kill someone and then one of the i don't know what they call the um seer or shaman actually drinks someone's fresh blood from, from from death 
And I yeah, thought, I don't yeah, it's pretty intense. And I think it comes. I think it comes back to like what you said before was, you know, it didn't resonate with me. And I think this comes back to, you know, this part of your empowering your inner witch, your inner goddess is really trusting and following what feels right for you. Because Mm -hmm. one ritual that might feel right for say that woman, that might be her way of expressing her freedom and expression, liberation, her inner witch, whatever, that's truth for her. But it may not necessarily be your truth. And I think with rituals and anything, like even today, you and I discussing how, you know, we've got our own little rituals that we might do you know, to the listeners out there, it may or may not resonate with you. And I always invite people and I say this to my clients all the time. I said, you know, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Like if something Mm -hmm. doesn't vibrate with your own truth and your own understanding and doesn't light you up and expand you with joy and, you know, feeling really good and stuff, you can let it go. You don't have to try and do it because you think, oh, it worked for them or, you know, this is the way. Like if smearing period blood on your fucking face doesn't float your boat, <laughs> don't fucking do it. Like I have no desire to do that. Um, I had this similar thing. Like I always invite people as well, like look what triggers in you. Like I had a um, mentor a while ago who sent me a picture of her bleeding into the bathtub and I'm like, I really don't want to see that stuff. You know what I mean? Like and I, and I looked at, you know, what that was bringing up within me. It's like even the words like witch and cunt can really trigger people as well. And I always say like whatever's being triggered in you, look at that because there's something in you that can be released and healed and reintegrated. And I find any woman, when we feel really uncomfortable about another woman in their power or another woman owning her cycles or anything like that, it can trigger off uncomfortableness. It can trigger off shame or a bit like that's weird. I don't feel right about this. And I invite you rather than judging that what's ever coming up or whatever is that person's doing is look what's coming up within you, love, mm-hmm. bless, and accept it and go and ask yourself, well, what does feel right and good for me, you know, and create oh, your wow. own rituals, you know, create your own things that resonate with your own soul's truth and understanding and follow your own path, you know, because you and your higher self know what's best for you. Yeah. And you know, it's been so beautiful in this process. I did it on my um, video this morning is I'm going to involve my son and we're going to go outside and, I, and we're going to do a little moon ritual. And I thought, and I said, I don't actually know what we're going to do yet. I'm going to let him lead. We've mm. got some little rock people outside where he's painted faces on. Um, and I just want to encourage him to be out, like look at the moon, look at the stars, Yay. just connect with Mother Nature because we're always, you know, huddled inside um, and Love to it. embrace it and just to say, I don't even know what we're going to do. But how cool <laughs> is that? I'm just going to let him lead. And say, what do you want to do, darling? And you know, maybe we we just sit there and make you know play with the people, or do we make a little circle? Or and I'm actually quite excited to let that freedom be there. I think that's a great idea. And I think as well, it's a really nice thing um, bringing that up, what I've done with my son at full moon times as well. And I and invite everyone to do this because such a healing thing is howl, howl at the full moon because that like howling oh, releases yeah. your um, inner feminine, your wild nature, your inner witch, like you're just your connection. And it kind of just releases stagnant energy, anything that no longer serves. You know, I know with my son when it's been full moon times, like sometimes I'll take him outside and we'll just like howl and go, ow, 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 ow you know and he just laughs and has a really fun time yeah and I think it's it's a lot of fun and it might feel a bit silly at first but the more that you kind of do it it opens your energy up it opens up your wild nature your creative flow and it can be really fun and really liberating and you feel really good afterwards 
um, it's pretty good. I think it's for the sake of Australia. It's good we live in different parts of Australia because if we got together with our two sons. <laughs> we're like, what is going on over in the house? I know we're, we're both covered in wolf paddies as well. So <laughs> yeah, it's so similar. Bless, I love it. So what do you like in terms of with your um, your tantric witch work, what are some of the things that, you know, at full moon times that you tend to teach people or your clients or people that you take through sort of to help them to heal any like blocks or anything that's no longer serving them? Is there something that you kind of utilise? You so beat me to it because I was thinking, right, I'll say what I'm going to release then I'm going to ask you what you're going to release. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I always do a post a day before because – what I realized coming into this work is that we are not told beforehand about these things. So like a moon calendar. Mm-hmm. So I would always experience this crazy stuff and then go, oh yeah, that's because of the full moon last night. So mm-hmm. the one thing that is my mission, even though I can't do the waning moon, the waxing moon and half moon and everything else, is just to highlight every time there's a full moon, hey, it's coming up tomorrow and there's a new moon, get ready. So, yeah, this is the time for release. I encourage to release any um, behavior patterns, any emotions, relationships, anything that's no longer serving or toxic. Mm -hmm. Just just to surrender and let that go Um, and to just trust that it's done. And on my own personal journey, I've kind of come full circle from when I was talking to you yesterday and it was like this this really is my journey to just completely surrender and let go and trust and that's what keeps coming through from spirit so strong it's like do you trust me I'm like of course I trust you and it's like well then just let go just go with it listen to your intuition let us guide you and it is, it, it can be really scary because it's still that adjustment from the the male um, structure that we were talking about last mm-hmm. week. Um, be a dude, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, just having structure. And and even um, I've been kind of clinging on to my old business and today I'm, I'm just going to close down the actual app that uh, makes the appointments, just move everything across onto one system because I'm paying for two systems at the moment mm-hmm. um, and just really go for it. Just let all that creativity, all that energy flow into the new business and just go, yep, yeah, this this is where I want to be and this is what's going to happen because mm-hmm. I'm just done with the old stuff, the old stuff that's clinging on. It's, it's like a bad relationship that you don't, mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, you kind of want to say, oh, things aren't really working, babe. Yeah. You just got to say, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> We're breaking up. Okay? Exactly. But I think what's coming up, I love that analogy, because I think what's really happening in the collective at the moment is the divine femme is resurrecting herself after thousands and thousands of years of being locked away. Um, mm. You know, is that the feminine, and this is, you know, women in business as well, is we're birthing a new way of doing business that is cyclic, it's in flow, it's in creative, it's deeply mm. nurturing and nourishing. Like I was listening listening what um I was reading a woman's she started a um gym here in my local hometown and she's very fit she's a mother of four kids has built this business from scratch done really well and um anyway I was reading her post and just her whole story was all about it was such that old patriarchal masculine way of doing business that you know I've sacrificed so much I've worked so fucking hard you know I've done I've ruined 
pretty much, you know, almost wrecked my health burnout. And I just wanted to give her a hug and say, girlfriend, (laughs) business Mm. can actually be really fun, playful, nourishing and juicy and sexy and just fucking fun. And I don't, I mean, I used to be in that paradigm of I have to work really hard and my business used to work really long hours, you know, suffer, burn, struggle and all the rest of it. And I learned that's when you're totally out of balance with your inner guidance system and your cycles and your rhythms and that when you let go of that masculine crazy way of doing business and life and you get in tune with your body, you get in tune with your flow, you get in tune with the moon cycles, your inner creative and your soul's unique way of doing things, Mm -hmm. then things really start to open up like abundance opens up, opportunities, inspiration, creative ideas. But while you're trying to hustle, 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 you're blocking up that energy and creative flow if that makes sense. So Mm. full moons can also be a powerful time of really just letting go of really old, shitty, yeah, like you were just saying, habit patterns and behaviours that no longer serve you. And and it's almost like the full moon I'm being shown is a powerful time of like the spotlight. It's going to shine stuff on your shit. So anything Mm. that no longer serves you, anything that no longer resonates with you, that's why people get really tetchy and irritated around full moons because it's drawing out anything that Mm. no longer serves you. So you can allow that process to happen where you go, you know what, you're like your ritual and like I love what you just said, you know, it's like breaking up with a bad relationship. It's like it's time to break up with these bad habits, patterns and behaviours that no longer serve me, you know, so I can create alignment. And actually, um, a little thing for my clients, rather than a long-winded ritual or ceremonies, I'm, I'm thinking of specific people I know that, you know, especially if you're really busy with kids and work and rushing around, they go, oh, I haven't got time for any of this stuff. Yeah. Because I've said, look, just go outside, even if it's just for a moment, or if you're having a, a quick ciggy break, just hold the intention, just close your eyes, try and connect with the moon, mm-hmm. and just inhale, exhale, and trust it's done. Like it could literally be as simple and as quick as that. It's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. And then just sit back, surrender and watch for results. And the biggest thing that's come through for me the last few days is designing your life mm. because I've looked back and go, I've, I've had a better relationship with my son the last month. We are getting on so well and I'm not stressed. I'm not burnt out. And you go, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, this is exactly how I envision things to be, all this creativity, and just to keep on releasing the worry and fear, those emotional blocks and that anxiety. Like, everybody's got worries and fears, especially with the COVID. Everybody's still like, oh, we're going to go into lockdown again. Oh, you know, money, money, money. It's like, just keep letting it go. Just go. Every time it comes up, I let it go. No, I let it go. Just exhale. I let it go. Um, And very quickly, let me see if this works in one. (laughs) that's our magic wand i was actually gonna say it sounds like a magical wand (laughs) it is it says magic spell um so ellen what are you releasing personally i think at the moment it's actually interesting what i mentioned before around the ways that you do business and i'm feeling like at the moment i'm sort of really trusting more and more more and more myself and my soul's guidance on how I, like what you were just saying, you know, consciously creating the life that you want because I feel like a deep wound that a lot of us women carry, and I know it's a big one that I'm even still purging layers of, is that we don't trust ourselves and we think that someone or something outside of us knows better than we do. And I've realized for a long time I've been carrying a lot of belief systems around how to do business or, you know, X, Y, and Z. 
um, doesn't really resonate with me. And it's kind of been this inner turmoil or conflict that, you know, my soul's wanting to do it a certain way, but then I have all these belief systems and conditionings that, no, I have to do it that way because that's to get that result sort of thing. So I think it's just purging those old belief systems and really coming back to soul's truth about asking my soul, how do you want to do things? How do you want to create, you know? Mm. And she's about at the moment and also honouring my cycle because I'm coming now into my wild woman phase. So full moon for me, wild woman phase is my what's mainstream society calls PMS. So I'm actually a bit cranky <laughs> and everything just like this time for me is actually a powerful time of releasing and letting go um, and acknowledging what no longer serves me. And, yeah, so I feel it's like at the moment it's the stuff about how do I really want to be doing business, setting healthy boundaries. And I think at the moment as well as letting go of clients that no longer resonate with me. So there's something mm. I a lot in female entrepreneurs is we, we're we very much, you know, heart-based. I know if you're listening to this, you're a very spiritual, heart-based, centred divine woman and then we have this problem of overgiving, you know, thinking that, oh, you know, I should put up with these clients because of X, Y and Z or I need to help them or whatever. And I think what's really also coming up to the light for me in this full moonlight at the moment is just getting really clear about actually what sort of clients do I want to work with moving forward and letting go of the ones that I no longer want to work with and um, having very healthy boundaries. I think it was like Katrina Ruth, um, who you know of Amanda. I love. I saw one of her emails recently and she actually wrote a post about she actually now blacklists clients. <laughs> she actually wow. like... She made this very strong decision. She said, always ask yourself, would I do this, you know, mm-hmm. with a potential coach or with a potential opportunity? And she said, if you if you ask yourself, would I do this or would I behave like this? And the answer is mm-hmm. no fucking way. Then why mm-hmm. are you putting up with that in your business and your clients? So she actually said that she no longer puts up with, she's only available for full body yes women that message her and say, I'm in, send me the payment link. And that's what she manifests. Whereas before mm-hmm. she was kind of giving a lot of time and energy to women who weren't ready you know, faffing around, making all sorts of excuses mm. why they couldn't afford it. And she's just like, I'm done with that. And she was saying the mm. same thing to all of the female entrepreneurs she works with is that, you know, start getting clear on the clients you're going to start blacklisting that you're just not energetically available for. Mm. And it's okay to set those boundaries. So I feel this full moon is about getting clear for me at the moment, clear on business, what I want to do moving forward and having clear boundaries about who and who I will and will not work with moving forward. Um, and it's quite mm. liberating because as women, we're kind of told, oh, be the nice girl, <laughs> you know, like just, you know, put up with it. I'm about to actually refund a client because I'm like, I just energetically feel like i right now I do not want to work with this person they don't feel like they're 100% in mm. um and it's like I'm just yeah I'm just thinking I'm just going to cancel and refund their money <laughs> I'm just like yeah it just feels quite liberating yeah and it, it, I definitely relate to that I've done that in my business um in one of my businesses um this year and yeah I, I feel kind of um it's like oh god like am I doing something wrong yeah. <laughs> there's always like all this judgment's coming up, all this self-criticism. But I was very, very clear when I came up with this business idea, uh, was it the beginning of last year now, mm-hmm. it was like, this is serious work. I need serious clients who are just ready to dive in the deep end. Yeah. And, and I've actually specifically not spoken to some people mm-hmm. about it because it's, it's just going to be criticism. And I was actually dating someone recently that was like, oh, are you going to charge that much money? Are people going to pay that? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I can't, 
I can't be around that. I can't be with you. I need to be someone who's going to go, hell yeah, fuck yeah. Like you should charge more, hun. Yeah. You know, because I, I couldn't be around that energy. And, and then always little insecurities kept coming up. And I was like, ah, 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 ah. this is dragging me down. I, I can't, I, don't, I need to be on my own to do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, resonating in the boundaries. And I actually sent you a 15 minute convo yesterday and I deleted it. <laughs> Because I just thought she does not want to hear me going blah 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 blah, <laughs> and because when I turn to you for advice, it's like I know what she's going to say. She's going to say, "What do you feel?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, "Damn it! I just want you to tell me yes or no. What should I do?" <laughs> and yeah, that's another thing. So many of us, it's like you've got the answers inside of you. That that's what we're doing as mentors, as coaches. We're bringing out the wisdom and. Um, answers within yourself that's mm. true empowerment we're not yeah. saying do it this way do it that way we're saying hey try this and try that that worked for me but yeah. what's going to work for you let's really dive deep into who you are and connect with your soul yes. and you, you like moving out of your own way so that you can channel that divine spirit mm. and that you're ready to hear the messages and I know I've, I've kind of dabbled with a bit of this work with some friends and they almost argued back. Like I was channeling a message from spirit yeah. and they were kind of like, oh, no, 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 that's not right. And I just yeah. thought, why, why are you coming to me looking for answers and then not ready to hear what I'm saying? This is not coming from me. This yeah. is just coming from the divine. Yeah. And it is, you just think, no, I, same thing. I don't want to work with that person. And mm. it's come up for me, I could say, <laughs> recently. It's like, I'm done. <laughs> I threw my uniform out today it's like do you know what Yay. I'm done I'm gonna do this dressed as myself people need to see they need to actually see the physical change and go this is who I am I'm yeah. a badass motherfucker and yeah. actually I'm sick of hiding I'm sick of it and I, I went until the age of I'll stop I try not to ramble on went to the age of 38 before I had arm tattoos that are all the way down my arm Beautiful. Because I was in that corporate world of I've got to keep my tattoos covered up. Mm. And I just thought, I'm never going back to the corporate world. It's finally safe to have big tattoos. Jesus yes. Christ, I'm now 41. <laughs> I, think, I, I waited too long like, to I love express it. myself. I love and, it. And, and you find is. that when you are you and you shine more of who you are, you attract yes. your soul tribe. Like you attract yes. clients that love to pay, you love to hang out with you, love to be in your vibe and you just because you're just you. Like I used to have clients that I absolutely loved and adored, and I used to not. I used to not look forward to when our time ended because I had so much fun with them. And I remember one client said to me once, she said, "L, she goes, fuck all the healing. I just love to pay you and just hang out in your vibe." <laughs> she goes, "I would just happily pay you just to sit here and have a coffee with you." And it's like that's the sort of clients you want to attract, and that's about you being all of you. And it is. It's layers. It's like peeling back where you've. And I still have aspects where I'm still in the spiritual closet, and it's only now. I'm starting to really open even more aspects up and you know and you burning your uniform and saying fuck this and showing your tattoos that's beautiful it's like you owning more of who you are and your authenticity well that's the thing we were talking we were kind of talking about this um this week is like I'm, I'm actually going to release the need because it's like I need this other business I need the money I need this identity it's like, actually, I just want to be me. I just want to be yeah. free and be me. And that's what I've always wanted ever since I've worn school uniform at fucking Love school. It. And it's all in order to um, condition you for your next corporate leap, you know, to be an accountant, yeah. to be a lawyer. Um, and, the and fat five jobs. 
Yeah, we're stripped of that creativity and going, wear what you want to wear. And I love, like, I loved working in Sydney companies and you go in and there's music playing and there's like millennials have got it down. They're just like, we are breaking free of this, these patterns and we're just going to embrace that. And I love, I love that kind of, that new expression coming through. So that when our children are out in the world, yeah. they can, they could be like, hey, I've got five jobs. They're not my identity. I am who I am. And, yeah. and I'm really happy with that. And I'm centered with that. Love and it. It's really healthy. Yes. to be in that vibration. Yeah, because um, it is, you know, breaking through those pigeonholes that society is like if you need to be societally accepted, you need to either have a job as a doctor, engineer, a nurse, a fucking government official, teacher to be accepted, you know, and you have unique gifts, talents and abilities. And I think just coming back to that full moon thing is that full moon times are also a powerful time to shine on where you're still holding yourself back, where you're still hiding and what you need to allow to come out of you because your material world will start to shift and change when your inner world shifts and changes. When you open up and allow more of the beauty and the creativity and the witchiness and the loveliness and the divine of who you are and you shine bright in all of your glory, then you'll find the whole universe and life conspires to support you and things just open up. You know, but if you're holding back and you're pinching yourself off and you're dimming your light and you're not opening up like the full moon, like you think about the full moon, she's glorious, she's shining bright unapologetically. Mm-hmm. That's your true soul nature. And it's like, ask yourself as well at full moon times, where am I not shining my light? Where am I not owning my truth, my gifts, my purpose, my path, my beauty? You know, where am I afraid that other people will try to dim me down, you know? And it's like, fuck what other people think and just own your light and shine like the full moon. (laughs) And I love this week you said to me about the feeling of contraction or expansion. Mm. And it's like when those those worries come in and that kind of like, that that need, it's like, oh, I'm contracting. I can feel it in my belly. Yeah. And then just to make that conscious decision and go, no, let's get that expansion again. Let's get that lightness. And it's not a case of procrastinating or hiding behind watching Netflix all day. You still mm-hmm. got to take action and move towards your goals. Yeah. But it's that it's, it's okay. I am supported. I released the worry. It's gone, you know, and having those those giggle time with my son and like we're riding our bikes to um, kindy at the moment. And it's just so mm-hmm. much fun. Because it's like, this is what's important. Keep remembering that present moment. Come back to the present. Remember what's important. Um, that love, that laughter with um, people in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this time. I love the full moon time. Um, <laughs> how should we wrap up today's session? Because I was thinking of a kind of invocation or affirmation of what we can yeah. sort of say to the moon. I mean, what would you like? What's coming through for you? I feel like this is a message that needs to come through through you. <laughs> I'll be quiet. You can you can say the um, the prayer <laughs> of the invocation. Well, I actually wrote it last night. This this was why I love this time. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed early, about eight thirty, as always. Eleven thirty, ping! I was just wide awake, all this fresh energy, and I don't know if you. Feel this as well. I always seem to feel these moon energies the day before. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm just sensitive. And I had all this creative flow, and I did some posting, and I already wrote on this. So if I can find it on here, I'm actually on the Instagram on Sacred Sexuality Freedom. Mm-hmm. So. 
Okay, so I've even put on here that this is a really good time to create space because through the release process, through the release um, and letting go, we're creating space for the new love, wealth, people, ideas, relationships to be able to enter at the new moon phase. So that's why I really love focusing on the on the, the dual times of full moon, new moon. Um, and there's always little bits in between, but you know, I, I keep things nice and simple. Um, <laughs> let me just, I also wanted to say a little story that came to me last night. Um, it was because, I think it's because I was thinking about podcasting today and I was thinking about being on the radio and this is a beautiful story. I, and it, it just shows the craziness. So I was going to work as an accountant, um, nine to five rush as usual on the train. Everyone's got a gray face in England, blah, 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 blah. And waiting at the other end of the station, it's like a tunnel that you went under. There were these people there going, oh, hey, you know, pulling people aside. So I didn't, you know, I was always mischievous. I was only like 25 or so. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? And she pulled aside and said, hey, we're doing interviews for a new radio presenter. Um, why don't you head down to the hotel? Um, and, and I said, oh, oh, I can't, I'm going to work. You know, I'm responsible adult. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, she's like, yeah, but we're looking for bubbly people and you seem really, you know, chirpy and bubbly. And I was like, well, I am. And I thought, yeah, fuck it. I, had the, I love the phrase, fuck it. If you can adopt the phrase, fuck it, it sometimes gets you into trouble in life, but it also makes you get out your comfort zone. And I went, fuck it, why not? So I went down the, down the street a little bit more phoned in sick and I was, you know, the whole, oh, oh I've, I've woken up, but I don't feel very well. I'll be in tomorrow and um, I'll make up my work. I promise. I promise. <laughs> so I phoned in sick and I couldn't get to the hotel. Now I was flirting with the postman um, at my office. So I phoned him up and said, hey, you know, can you give me a lift? It's all a bit crazy. Can you give me a lift to the hotel? Because they're doing these interviews for a radio presenter. <laughs> He's like, what? Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. So he picks me up, takes it in his car. And there's, I don't know, about 15, 20 people there. Some people have camped outside because they're so eager to get in on this interview. Wow. So I just walk up, like, I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. I was like, oh, hello. And we'll be, we're all given a, a ticket with a number on it. So we're all sitting there and the day goes on, it goes on a few hours. We're all just sitting there talking. More and more people start to leave. And there's only a small group of us left. Mm -hmm. And I start talking to this chick and she's always wanted to be on the radio. Yeah. So a lady comes out and she said, oh, look, you know, it's getting late in the day, seeing lots of people. We're only going to see one more person. And I had the next number ticket. Wow. So of course, I'm in this conundrum and I've gone, oh, and I didn't think too much about it. I was really pumped and really like, you know, I could do this. I could have a career in radio. Like, this is really fun. Mm -hmm. And I saw this girl's face. Like, she'd been there since 5 a.m. Wow. You know, had her heart set on this. And I just went here. Let's swap tickets. Wow. Like, you, you, you've got to go. Right? I just, I even, I just called in sick today. I wasn't even planning it. Mm -hmm. And the face, I'll never forget her face, the way it lit up. And she was just like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, oh, you know, no sweat. Um, but to this day, like every time I put the radio on, I just think, what if, like, would I have had a career in radio? Like, mm. would I have really enjoyed it, you know? And what, where would it have got me? But there's... I don't ever question that decision because I couldn't live with myself, even if I got the interview and got the job of knowing that this girl's dreams had been crushed. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I just, it just popped in my head and I thought I've got to share that story because, you know, we get so consumed with 
our own needs and what's going on for us and it can be very narcissist out there um but remembering that our soul and our spirit at the end of the day human beings helping each other and collaborating and that's what it's really about and that's our intention at Absolutely. full moon that the more healing we can do for ourselves is going to help other people the more Absolutely. we can have self-worth about our spiritual businesses and that we're worth attracting that money mm-hmm. um we're helping other people that's what we have to put first and foremost every single day and i used to get so stressed with getting my my child ready for kindy and out the door and get in the traffic and get there on time <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and now i just easy breezy it's like we've still got routine but i make it fun and if yeah. he starts to play up i start tickling him and <laughs> just knowing we have this golden 10 minutes first thing in the morning and we're like affectionate and we tell each other we love each other and giving cuddles and it's like you still have to get out the door but that's that's what we have to hold in our essence mm. so um beautiful <laughs> i love those crazy days because you go you know i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't do that now i don't know but in your 20s you just think yeah fuck it <laughs> and i think full moon times like in terms around that you know that when you're talking about this the giving and stuff it's also like you know you're giving sharing like the full moon as well just quickly to wrap up before you do your invocation is um mm. full moon times are about yeah lighting up expressing your truth letting go what no longer serves you and also not only just giving to others but that you know through your gifts and your service and whatever but also taking time to give to yourself too like because if your cup's empty um you know you're not real any good for other people as well and it's like sometimes as you know we we love to give 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 but we also need to allow ourselves to receive too and i think um you know also look at times in your life where you're you know you give but also where you need to also give to yourself so that you have the energy and the nourishment then to serve and support other people as well um Mm. it's really important too because i think sometimes we forget to do that so allow the full moon to kind of shine on you what no longer serves you what you need to let go of where you could give you know your gifts to others or give service and also give to yourself as well so that you ensure that your energy's mm. at top peak so then you can do more service it's like just quickly i think buddha said there's two types of selfishness there's the selfishness of the ego which is all about me 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 what can i get out of this is what you were just referring to in that beautiful story with the the radio thing was you know a lot of people wouldn't have you know, done what you did, which is absolutely beautiful. And it's coming from that ego place of lack and scarcity of, oh, there's only so many opportunities and fear and all the rest of it. But when you come into the heart, the other type of selfishness is where, um, you know, you look after yourself and your well-being, you give and nurture yourself. So then you have the energy and the capacity to give to others. So, you know, when you're in your heart space and you're giving from the heart, you know, there's this beautiful kind of flow. I don't know, that just channeled through. So <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely for women, as you say, we're always over giving. And I know a lot of beautiful men that do this too. But, as, you know, as a mother, we're always putting our kids needs first. And, um don't always look after ourselves yeah it's so, so, <laughs> it so is and that's why i love like with the moon power and mother nature it's connecting in with that connecting in with that god source the mm. the energy and the power of mother nature because it is ancient we've been doing it for centuries and when we can tap into that and harness that and use that we are um oh, what's the word women women sink we're coming into line with it. Yes. And, and okay. remember that nothing's ever lost, you know. So as you give, you'll also be re- received. 
Yes. You know, and, and with that, that, your uh, radio thing as well, it's like you gave that opportunity and then but other opportunities would have come to you as well down the line, which you've experienced too, which is beautiful. Yes, it's the whole karma thing. It's that karmic, you know, you give love and you, you get it back a, a thousandfold. It's mm. oh, oh, I love beautiful. It. <laughs> right, okay, let's wrap things up. So what I wrote early hours of the morning, and I have a feeling I'm going to be up early hours of the morning channeling my work. I just feel like it's going to gonna come i'm gonna put bub to bed and i'm gonna be up like an owl with big eyes going here it goes um so yeah so get out into nature if you can set your intention in your mind to release let go surrender inhale exhale and affirm thank you it is done i honor the power of gaia as the power resides within me we are one with a little <laughs> magic <spell>. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us and um i'll leave you alone ellen to be cranky i won't bother you anymore <laughs> my wild woman face <laughs> yeah like uh-uh. i know i shouldn't be allowed out of the house when i'm a wild woman phase even my family avoid me when i'm in wild woman phase <laughs> like... just, just let me know when you're safe to be around again awesome. <laughs> yeah i'm going to do my my full moon journaling and raging <laughs> awesome and if you want to connect with us well connect with me don't go near ellen because it's just too wild um we've got all our details on here <laughs> or google ellensurrender.com or amandafisherconsulting.com and you will find us Beautiful. see you next week thanks darling bye, bye.